to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, we're going to start a series of uh, episodes here at the um, Thermal Club in uh, Palm Springs. This is Palm Springs, I think, in California. We're still here. And we're here with Christopher Hill. He is uh, in charge of the BMW Performing Driving School here. How are you, Christopher? Doing great. So we're going to do, as I said, uh, several episodes here because there's so much to cover, right? But uh, we just went through the instructions for the start of the day of the Drive Fest here with BMW, Mini, and uh, Motorcycle. So tell us about this, this facility because it's amazing. It's a private club, but BMW is part of it or how does that work well so yeah we're here at the thermal club which is a private motorsports country club uh, our school is the bmw performance driving center or performance driving school however you want to call it uh, and basically we're a, a full-time facility out here we operate seven days a week offering uh, driver education uh, anything from teaching teens to be a safer driver um, all the way up to the other end of the spectrum where we've got the full-blown m4 gt4 race cars that we can do uh, driver training for someone who's actually has the in, uh, ambitions in going racing and yeah. kind of a little bit of everything in between it's a uh, kind of a full service driving school yeah. or a driving facility for us who can come here and how make that happen uh, well, pretty much anybody uh, who, uh, who who has a, uh, well, if you're starting at like 15 years old, 15 and a half years old with a driving permit, if you want to come out and do a teen school, all the way through to the other side, as long as you've got a license and you're capable of operating a motor vehicle, you but can you come on out. But you don't have to own a BMW to no, come here. No, that's not a requirement oh, okay. to do that oh, okay. at all, that's for cool. sure. Yeah, sometimes they do, um, you know, promotions and stuff Special for people program, who, yeah. who, who bought a BMW. They sometimes get a school and that kind of thing. But for the, you know, the vast majority um, are driving enthusiasts or people who just want to brush up their skills. So. Some brands um, include that program when they buy uh, high-performance cars so like people can drive them where they are, uh, where they can like, really uh, push the car to the limit, right? So that's the case, I guess. For the sure. Case. Yeah, there are a couple programs that we offer that are specific for uh, programs having to do with BMW having sell, sold a car with a specific package or something like that, and they get that a- attached to it. Uh, but I would say the vast majority of people that come out here are just driving enthusiasts who either are trying to you know brush up their skills on the track or in some cases like i said the uh, you know the the more driver education side beyond that also we do a lot of custom uh, events a lot of custom yeah, corporate of events course. and this yeah, kind yeah, of stuff yeah. and so you get a lot of corporations coming out to do team building days and this kind of stuff which are very uh, uh very you know i guess very popular out here so to speak and uh, is there another uh, bmw performing driving school uh in uh, south carolina there is yeah so there's uh original that's the original center i think it's been there for roughly 21 years 22 yeah, years something opened, like right? that yeah and right across the street from the plant, yeah. plant in spartanburg uh and uh, they basically got to capacity uh so we oh, wow. about seven years ago i think it was we opened up out here in thermal uh because they got to a point where they they yeah. were you know sold out six months ahead and this kind of thing and uh, they had to figure out how can we keep adding more programs yeah. and they said well might as well put out a west coast performance center yeah. uh and so that's uh, that's where we came to be and uh you know great great place to do it we've got uh you know an awesome racetrack on the other side of the property with the thermal club that we can uh, you know we can use pretty much 300 days a year and then we've also got our, our facility out here with a skid pad and a very nice little uh training track and all that kind of stuff so a uh, very versatile facility for okay. us. Okay, before we, we go to other topics, uh, sure. people, where can they find the information for this? Just the Thermal Club or BMW uh, Performance Driving School? The BMW Performance Driving School, um, 
think it's bmwperformancedrivingschool.com. Sorry, I don't remember yeah, off we'll, the top we'll of my head. Yeah, we'll put a link on the description yeah. of the episode, but uh, that's where they, and they're like, I guess, the schedule of the programs available and all that kind of thing, because as sure. you said, there's so much demand that people might have to like uh, book in advance, right? Yeah, I mean, some of our uh, schools, like the M schools and stuff, are, are often sold out at dis distance into the future. So it's wow. one of those things that you have to kind of start planning and uh, and scheduling a bit out to, to, to actually even get in there because it's uh, in such demand. So, um, but yeah, you can go to the website and it's pretty easy to find what's available and stuff from there. And uh, these, these kind of uh, facilities are important now, or more important now, because we're at a point in the automotive industry where cars are like, to the limit like the m cars are like fantastic even the suvs all the all the cars but there's nowhere to drive them anymore <laughs> like for sure there's so much traffic on the streets and this is the safe and uh, a, a perfect way to do it right well yeah i mean the, the the reality is cars have gotten faster and faster and faster as time's gone on uh, i mean you think about it when when i was younger uh, you know a high performance car had yeah. High, high 200s, maybe 300 horsepower. Maybe 300 horsepower, and you're yeah. like, wow. And now you look at it, and the sort almost that's kind of almost the average for yeah. a normal street car. And now you've got cars with 600 plus horsepower, uh, like the M5 and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's 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 amazing. And so, uh, and the capabilities of a, of a street car sometimes almost on par with some race cars in some cases too, yeah. if not faster than some race cars. Yeah. So and they're street legal still. Yeah. So uh, obviously, driver training, I think, from that standpoint, is very important. Also, that you know, the the reality is most driver training even if we're just looking at it from a safety standpoint uh, doesn't get you a chance to go out on a skid pad and learn yeah. to save a skid you understand the, the concept but until you've done it um, you don't really know that you know how to do it and so you know the nice thing here is if if, if you want to learn to you know control a car in any condition we've got a, a safe environment where there's no consequences for making a mistake you can go out and see what you're capable of what the car is capable of and you know, if you make a mistake, the worst that happens is we hit a cone. Yeah. And so we or put the cone the back and then we, something, yeah. right, very minor results uh, that don't, uh, you know, affect your pocketbook or your car or yeah. your or, or your, your health or anything along those lines. So. And then you have people like you. You have how many years of experience uh, teaching and driving and like doing this stuff every so, day? So uh, I've, been, I've been around the sport for 26-ish years or so racing-wise and been coaching professionally for over 20 years, 22, 23 years, something like that. Uh, and I'm just one of many instructors that work here that, you know, on an average day when you're talking to just a, even a small school, we've got, you know, over 100 years of uh, experience yeah. amongst the coaches. Uh, of, of coaching or racing experience so we've sort of been there wrecked that as i like to say yeah. so you don't have to right we've done all the we've seen it all we've been through it all so for the most part and so we can we can keep you safe and make you a better driver okay uh so without obviously naming names or anything like <laughs> give me an example of the basic mistake that most people do when they come to a racetrack for the first time? Well, you know, a lot of it comes back to visual uh, training. Uh, it's one of the things that we, we, when we look at all the schools, we kind of tie it all together to, to visual training, right? Um, the fact is when you put yourself in an unfamiliar environment, our natural instinct is not necessarily to, to look a, a distance ahead or, or yeah. to be very comfortable, uh, you know, planning what's coming up, especially if you push your limits. And so this is something we train a lot. Uh, we focus a lot on the visual training here and it makes a big difference. Uh, to, the, to the skills. Uh, the other thing that we do see, though, is a common mistake, obviously, is just uh, getting in a car and being very excited and trying to push its <laughs> limits without focusing on the technique. So, uh, you know, this is one of those things that uh, the nice thing here is we, we kind of teach you to walk before you run. Yeah. And uh, if we, uh, you know, if we get the fundamentals really strong there and we do it the right way, 
uh, you don't even necessarily notice that you got to speed and you're at speed, you know what I mean? Because you've kind of built up gradually to that limit. And, um, you know, we can do that very easily with the, the structures that we have here. So so we just you just gave us the instructions for today here. But, uh, I mean, I've been through uh, several of these, but there's always something that you will remember more. And, like, the, the, what caught my attention today that I, I know already because also I think it compares to skiing, which I do a little bit. I'm not very good. I'm more daring than good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is like the, 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 the way you look at where you're going or where you don't want to go. Talk about that. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, it kind of all comes back to the visual technique. I mean, looking where you want to go is kind of the key point to all of this, right? If yeah. you can look there very early, you get a lot of information ahead of the time that you need it. It's a lot easier to place a vehicle. Um, because the reality is we've all know how to steer a car. We all know how yeah, to control it, well, it for the most part, <laughs> the vast majority of us, right? Um, but it comes down to timing a lot of times and knowing how much do you need to make an adjustment in all of this. And so if you get the information very early, the adjustments can be rather small over a longer distance. Yeah. But if you get it last second, everything's a reaction. And so reactions are kind of a guess and they're not so so precise. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, I control, hope I made it to no where I want anymore. to. No right. And so if you think about it, as you go faster, we have to change what we're doing with our eyes even more. We have to look further and further down the road to be able to have enough lead time to place a car exactly. And so this is, uh, this is really a key fundamental to pretty much any performance yeah. type of, you know, driving. And also, I mean, if you think a lot of sports, actually sport, is a visual yeah. key to it. The hard part about our sport other than versus others is there's, uh, if you start to get yourself pushing your own limits then our natural instincts often go against us and yeah. so that's where you know the driver training becomes so important on that kind of stuff so obviously here nobody's competing but people are competitive it's like a nature oh, for of sure. human being right so yeah. uh, a lot of people you say you push beyond your limits and like the mistakes come you started today like even the sitting position can be a, a big factor in that right for sure yeah i mean the thing is uh, if you think about anything that you do it always comes down to the fundamentals being done well and so something as simple as a seat position can actually make quite a difference in ability for somebody to drive uh if they're you know and drive well um, i've literally had uh, students I've worked with where the seat position was incorrect to begin with and they really struggled to say even do something like you know drift the car in the skid pad as yeah. an example and then all we did was move the seat position and they were able to do it so sometimes it can be as, as, as simple as a fundamental of like being in a position that you can actually control the car at all times because um, you know if you're a little too far away from the wheels or the pedals or whatever maybe you're not able to to steer as quick or as uh, as responsively as you'd like um, or you might also be bracing yourself and holding yourself in a weird position and so that kind of counteracts some of the things going on and maybe it makes you more tense so you don't feel what's going on with the car. There's a lot of different things involved in that. Um, so, you know, you'll find a lot of the stuff that we, fun we, we focus on is a lot of fundamentals yeah. and really making sure those are solid and if you have those then we can actually kind of build off of that. Yeah. I guess we can spend like an hour talking about more, like For hours sure. talking yeah. about all these things. <laughs> yeah. But I want to touch on one last thing because a lot of people always think that when you go to a racetrack, speed is the only factor. Like, <laughs> I want to go fast. And I, don't, I don't care about anything. But like, talk about the, the the technique to turn or like to take to drive in a racetrack, basically, which has turns, obviously. A lot of people don't want to break. They just want to go straight on like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's happen, it, it right? is funny. It's one of the common, uh, common almost myths, I guess yeah. you could say, that we run into is uh, with a, with someone who's not got as much experience, they think that you use the brake pedal less to go yeah. fast. And it's, it's exactly the opposite. 
Uh, the brake pedal is a lot of the key to going fast. Uh, and knowing when to go fast and when to go slow is really actually kind of the key to, to being fast around a track. Uh, you know, if you're in a slow corner, you, you have to go slow. Yeah, I mean, it's that yeah. simple, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> there is a speed you have to take. And, and if you're very efficient with the usage of the brakes and this kind of stuff, then you can control it so you're a little more precise and you can get back to speed faster. Yeah. Um, and so that, that is a funny one that we see, but uh, it's almost like the, you know, the old uh, poker saying, you know when to hold them, when to fold them. It's the same kind of thing <laughs> with speed. You gotta know when to go fast and when to go slow. And the wise driver really knows how to use the brake pedal very efficiently and well yeah. to make sure that he's slow at the right spot. Uh, and spends the least amount of time going slow, but does it in, a, in, in the best way, for sure. And one, one last thing, because now I'm seeing the Mini Cooper SE, which is an electric car. Yeah. How has that changed, or how does that change here? Like, everybody's talking about electric cars now, and like BMW has now. The i4 is coming up. I already drove it in Munich. I drove the iX, two incredible cars, but you, how do you think they're going to perform here on their, on their racetrack? Uh, we actually haven't had them out here much. This is the first that we've had uh, really much in the way of electric cars as, as for, you know, for, for this event today. Um, and uh, they seem to be uh, interesting. They, they drive quite different in some ways, yeah. you know, very torquey and stuff like that off the line. And um, so it'll be interesting to see how that kind of uh, evolves as uh, as they evolve that technology. So I'm definitely interested to see where that kind of goes. Um, yeah, but we haven't had a lot of it within the school environment yet, so. Well, thank you very much for your instructions. Uh, a good, very good way to start the day, obviously, <laughs> because you have to remind yourself, like, no, no matter how many times you've done it, you always learn something, right? For sure, yeah. Well, thank, thank you so much for much. coming out. And again, BMW Performing Driving School. Uh, the, the address is there, like the, the website and everything. So look for that information if you want to come here, either here or in uh, Spartanburg, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Christopher, and I'll go back uh, to the track now, and hopefully I'll see you at the end of the day with no reports of anything. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Have a great day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.